Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 133 of the JV Sism Show. My friends, today we're talking about editing your book because it's going to save your life. Trust me, I know. Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the beautiful lakes of Minnesota and the Twin Cities, welcome to the J.B. Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now here's your host, Jason Sism. And taking everything to the next level is what I love to do best each and every week here at jbcism.com. Well, my friends, it has been one month since I have last put an episode out, so welcome back to the show. This show is designed and dedicated to helping you take your message to the next level by giving you the tools that you need to transform lives and reach the world with the message that God has put on your heart. Well, my friends, did you know that most people would say that the hardest part of writing is figuring out what to write. I hear that all the time. Well, that may be true, but one of the aspects of writing that most writers end up missing or don't pay too much attention to is the editing. Or maybe they pay too much attention to it. Well, when I think about the work that I've done, the blaring item that sticks out to me, stares me down and gives me shivers, is publishing something I never edited. Well, in today's episode, I want to talk about the art of editing and what I do to go through my manuscript before handing it over to a professional copy editor. Well, my friends, the show begins now. And editing, that's what we're talking about today. And it has been one month since I've had an episode out. So I have to tell you, I apologize for being so long in getting an episode out. The last episode was February 21, February 21. Well, it has been a very, very busy time for me, uh, right in the middle of getting everything ready for Easter for the church, and uh, I've also been putting together a seminar that I did on writing with Scrivener. And I've been outlining a new book, and I have begun the editing of a previous manuscript that I wrote for NaNoWriMo. Yes, I started the editing process back in January, and I mentioned it on the show, but I'm now actually really sitting down, and I'm going to go through this book. I'm going to go through it pretty quick, and I actually want to talk about today really kind of the steps that I do and the, and the steps that I take to begin editing my book. And one of the things in in the seminar on Scrivener that I had, which I'm going to give you a little bit of information on that in just a moment, but I wanted to talk to those who came to the seminar on editing because editing is one of these aspects that I think either A, we spend way too much time on, or we actually don't spend enough time on editing and we actually just blow through it publish it without ever going back and fixing the mistakes. And if you don't fix your mistakes, you look like an amateur. And I know 
this blog, a lot of times I will just push something out and then I go back and edit later. Uh, and that's not always a bad thing to do with a blog, but at the same time, I want to try to put something out that's professional and put something out that is easy to read, but yet giving you the information that you want. And editing is really one of the things that, that really will set you apart on your writing. It'll set you apart on uh, your book and make your book actually look and feel that you actually put the time and the effort in to make it professional. And so one of the things I talked about in, in using Scrivener, Scrivener has this great function where you can actually write different revisions, take snapshots of your work, and so you can keep track of all your revisions. And the cool part is it actually color codes your revisions with different colors. So you can have like, okay, this scene or this rewrite I did of the manuscript is all in red. Then this rewrite of the manuscript is all in blue and this rewrite is all in green. And so you can keep track of what you've changed and you can always compare your different changes, compare your different notes before you finalize your manuscript. And, and I have to tell you, that is one of the most powerful features that I think Scrivener has. It's very similar to the keeping track of changes uh, that you make in Microsoft Word and then you can accept or you know, leave the changes as is, um, you know, that works as well. You know, there's different ways to keep track of your editing, but uh, I think Scrivener really makes it that much easier. And and so when I was showing this to the people uh, who paid for this live seminar at the beginning of the month here, they were blown away with what Scrivener can do. And speaking of Scrivener, I'm actually... It, going to be putting together an online course on Scrivener. Now, I'm not going to give you a date or a time of when it's going to be available for purchase because I don't want to make that promise that it's going to be available soon because um, there's a lot that needs to happen and a lot of steps that need to take place before I put this together. But I do want to have an entire work course, an online work course, devoted to using Scrivener, to helping you take your writing to the next level by using one of the best writing softwares I think that exist today. And and actually, I do most of my writing in two different softwares. All of my books are done in Scrivener. All of my blog posts, for the most part, are all done in Evernote. Both are great apps both are great um, pieces of software, and I really wanted to put together something on Scrivener, get it out there, and so I did a one-day seminar on it, had six people sign up. It was great. I loved it, uh, made a little bit of money, which I loved, and that's going to help me keep this show going for the next year, so that is fantastic. So anyway, so if you are interested in wanting to know more about Scrivener and you actually are interested in this online course that I'm wanting to put together, send me an email, jason at jbcism.com, or you can just go to jbcism.com forward slash contact, and you can send me uh, an email and just say, yep, Jason, I want part of this. And if you say, I want to know more about Scrivener, send me that email, 
jason at jvsystem.com. Tell me you're interested and I will put you on a waiting list and you're going to be the first people to hear about this course when it goes live and maybe, maybe I'll let you be the beta testers of it and let me know what you think of the software when I officially do go live with it. So anyway, so keep that in mind, Jason at jbcism.com. Send me an email and say, Jason, yes, I want to know more about Scrivener. So. Let me let me ask you this question. Would you ever consider giving somebody your work without first going through and making the necessary edits? Let me ask that again. Would you ever give your work to somebody without making sure you've edited your document? Now, I know that I try not to do that, but it happens, especially when I'm getting lazy. I don't take too much time and I just kind of push it out into the world and then I take time later. It happens and oh my gosh, I feel embarrassed about it. I actually put an ebook out there and uh, gave a little talk at the last Writers Guild meeting uh, here in the Twin Cities, Minnesota Christian Writers Guild, uh, which I'm on the board for. And I, I gave a gave a talk and I threw an ebook out there and I realized just the other day that it is rife with mistakes and errors. So I got to go through and fix that. And I feel sorry for the people who downloaded that. So, oops, my mistake. Um, you know, so I try not to do that. And so today I, I want to give you really uh, three ways and three, I guess, steps that I take to edit my manuscripts. And, and I really hope that you find each of these tips useful um, because I use them, and I and I hope you can use my tips here to tighten your prose by creating a document that you can be proud to say that you wrote. Because isn't that what it's all about, is being proud to say, hey, I wrote this book, I wrote this article, I wrote this document. You know, that's, that's, that's what, you know, puts a smile on my face when I can actually share my hard work with somebody. And in fact... Uh, I had the chance to be able to uh, make my books available to uh, to our church members and had a lot of people say, you know, Jason, I didn't even know you had a book out. So that was kind of fun. And I sold a few books and they, you know, the church members almost wiped me out of my supply of books. So I'm going to have to buy some more books here soon. But But the best part is I was able to sell some books, make some new readers, and I was proud to roll up my sleeves and say, here is what I've been writing. You know, one of the things that I try to do is I try to sit down and I want to look at my manuscript from a big picture stance. So one of the first things that I do before I really do any editing, so this is number one, before I do any major editing, I do a complete read-through of the manuscript. You know, it's, it's so easy, uh, use the term again, roll up the sleeves and begin rewriting and editing the work. But here's the deal. My encouragement is, and I try to tell myself this all the time, to avoid the temptation of making any major changes to the manuscript. And the reason why I try not to make any major changes to the manuscript 
is because I want to hold on to the beauty of my book. I want to hold on to, you know, does this book make sense from beginning to end? I want to read the whole thing from cover to cover, so to speak. And so what I'll do, uh, I've done it two different ways. Um, I will just first read the book, just read the book. And so I will print it out into eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper, double space, manuscript format. And I'll read the book. And and I just want to read it without doing any major corrections. If I see something or I notice anything, I'll just jot down a little note here, a little note there. And I just keep pushing through and I plow through and I read the book from beginning to end. And, and the reason why I want to do this and really, before I'm making any grammatical mistakes, I want to know what my main point is. I want to make sure that the reader is going to understand the heart of the story. I want to make sure that this crucial step of editing is to make sure that I love my work. I want to make sure that I am in love with the characters if it's a novel. I want to make sure I'm in love with the message if it's a nonfiction book. And... and and the thing is, without knowing if my writing is conveying its full intended message, without knowing it, how am I going to make any necessary structural changes to the manuscript that I wrote? I mean, think about that. If I don't, if I don't know what I'm writing, if I don't know what I'm conveying in the message, how am I going to edit the book? I can't. So this is why I take the time and I write. I mean, I read what I write. You know, so I give myself a break and then I come back to the manuscript and I sit down and I begin reading through. You know, my encouragement to you is don't linger. Don't delay too long. And if you need to make any major changes and you realize, you know what? I need to add this character in here instead uh, introduce this character earlier. I think they would fit well in here. Jot a note down. Um, or you say, you know what? I need to alter this chapter. I need to add a chapter in between these two chapters because uh, chapter 9 and chapter 10, it's too abrupt of a change between the two. So I need to add a secondary chapter bridging the two chapters together. You know, so I just start jotting down little notes like that. And and then I continue on my reading, you know, but the but the crucial point that I'm trying to make is don't skip this first step. And the reason why is because you're going to thank me later because you're writing down big picture notes and you're just reading your manuscript from beginning to end. Uh, I was I'm currently reading a book by Chris Fox and it's called um, 5000 words per hour. It's a it's a really fascinating book, and I'm going to give some of his techniques a try because I want to actually start pushing out more books in a year. But the thing is, I have to go through my editing a lot faster, too. I like to take my time and tinker. And, and really, the goal of editing, and this is what I do with the blog post, I, I read it, I make my changes, and then I publish it. And... And I don't spend a lot of time on the editing because I already have the major meat of what I want down. I'm just tightening the prose. 
And so this brings me to the second part of my editing phase. This is where I begin my major rewrite and I begin fixing any of the grammatical mistakes that I may have. So in other words, my friends, this is where the rubber meets the road in the editing process. You know, when 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 we begin our major rewrite, this is where I encourage you to begin tracking your new changes, especially if you're using Microsoft Word or use the revision mode if you're using Scrivener. But this is the moment you can actually begin restructuring and reworking and massaging your novel or your book. This is where you tighten your prose and you want to make sure that you're using the best verbiage, you're using the best words possible. And, and, and then you're also making sure that you're fixing any major or any minor mistakes. You know, so break it down. When the first step of editing is looking at the overall picture of the book, this nitty gritty piece of editing is really taking a look at the big picture of each chapter or each scene. So in other words, what we want to do is we want to start going line by line through our manuscript and we want to begin fixing our grammatical mistakes, fixing our mistakes first and then work on your rewrite. But here's the deal. Remember this. Rewriting is about making your work sing without feeling that you're pushing the envelope. I hope that makes sense. You want to make your work sing. In other words, you're not getting, you're not want to get, you don't want to get too technical where you forget to listen to the music of your book. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You know, you don't want to just be filling in the words just to pad out your book. You don't want to be just thinking that if I add more words to the book and I just start adding more chapters, it's going to be a better book. No, don't think that. Don't just fill in the words. Don't fill in the book just to pad it out. But make sure every word counts. Make sure that your rewrite is focused on not only the big picture of your book, but focus on the big picture of the scene and the emotions and and everything you're trying to convey in that moment. But but there is a word of caution in here. And the word of caution is this. Do not scrutinize over every word and don't scrutinize over every comma. I mean, really, we can fiddle with the words, fiddle with our pages all day long. And, and the funny thing is, you know, we're, we're, we're not going to find that perfect word. We're not going to find a perfect phrase. And so I recommend keeping to the big picture, keeping it in mind, moving through your manuscript. And here's a check that you need to make sure you put on your piece of paper. Don't stop to do a second rewrite. It's so easy. I mean, okay, when, when I wrote uh, Divine Providence, which is uh, the novella that I have out, the reason why it took me from 2008 to 2010 to publish the book is because I rewrote the thing and 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 I kept scrutinizing over the words and I kept trying to think, am I doing this right? And 
oh my goodness. It was getting really bad. It was getting really pathetic. And so finally I decided enough has to be enough. It's got to be good enough. So I went to an editor. They helped me with some stuff, some major structural things. And then I published the book. And, and I'm glad I did because it has touched a lot of people's lives. But here's the thing. Don't stop. And that's what I did. I kept stopping and kept rewriting and kept rechanging. And and the biggest rewrite I did, I went from first person to third person in the book. And and I don't encourage you to do that. Write, read, do an edit without stopping. Because remember, when you wrote your book, you wanted to write from beginning to end without stopping, right? So now that we're doing our rewrite, we need to do it without stopping. <laughs> you know, we can move on to that third part of our editing phase once we have gone through and we've done our major rewrites. You know, so the thing is, all those notes you did in that first read through, that's when you start making the major changes and you start making the big changes. But here's the deal. Your editing phase should go a lot faster than your writing phase. So if it has taken you a year, let's say, to write the novel, your editing shouldn't take you really more than a month to do. Think about it. It really shouldn't take you more than a month to do. If you have 60 chapters, do two chapters a day. Boom. You can get your book edited and done in a month's time. You know, I probably take it at about three to four chapters a day and 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 I'm hopefully getting closer to being done with the editing of, of the book that I'm writing or a book that I actually wrote, I should say. You know, so so the thing is, once we do our major rewrite, move through, get it done, and then we move on to the third thing, and that is rereading the book again from beginning to end, and then you fix any minor changes along the way again without stopping it should only take you a couple of days to read through the book it shouldn't take you too long you know so you want to try to make sure that you read your book in just a couple of days you know this is going to be i think the hardest part of editing because as writers listen to this very carefully we are so incredibly unhappy with what we've written we're so incredibly unhappy with what we've written. We are always scrutinizing and wanting to make sure we have the perfect word, the perfect phrase. Here's the deal. Don't fall into the trap of temptation. When we begin to fall into the trap of temptation, that's when we need to stop. The trap of temptation, the trap of perfection. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that you, you're not going to have a mistake. What I'm saying is you want to make sure you want to get through your editing phase so that you can give it to a copy editor. The goal isn't to to just keep rewriting the same work over and 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 over again. The goal is to give it to a copy editor to help us finish what we started. And this is what's going to set you apart because you're going to be cranking out more work instead of scrutinizing over every dot or every tittle. I hope that makes sense. You know, writing a book is hard. I mean, nobody's ever going to tell you that writing a book is not hard 
work. But here's the deal. Staying the course and getting the job done is what publishes books. The goal of writing a book is to get it into the hands of readers. But listen to this. If we stop and fiddle with our books way too much for months on end, or perhaps for some of us years on end, like it was for me, we will never see the satisfaction of somebody enjoying the fruits of our labor. I hope you caught that. The goal of writing a book is to get into the hands of our readers. So if you keep fiddling with it, you're never going to see that smile on somebody's face who enjoys the fruit of your labor. It's a lot of work to write a book, but editing a book is just as hard, but it shouldn't take just as long. And you want to make sure that you're not staying up late or you're not neglecting time with your family just to get your book edited. You want to make sure that you do it on a, on, on a good schedule, but also understand this. You don't want it to take forever to get done. You want to get your book edited so that you can give it to somebody else so they can copy edit it. And then you can publish that thing and get it out into the world so that everybody can read your book. I mean, that's the goal of writing, isn't it? Is, is getting our books out into the world. That's what it's all about. Well, I, that, that really is my editing phase. That's, that's what I do. You know, when I edit my, my stuff, I, I do a read through, make any notes, I do a rewrite, make any change, you know, by making changes. And then I do another re read through and make any minor changes if necessary. But really, I'm just making sure that there's nothing left that needs to be fixed. So that's what I do for the editing. That's how I do my books. And, uh, and so hopefully in the next uh, couple of months here, I should have another book out for you. I'll let you know when it's available. Um, if you want to know when my next book is out, just go to jbcism.com forward slash subscribe. I have a free ebook there for you. Uh, go to jbcism.com forward slash subscribe. And you're going to get on my newsletter mailing list. You're not only going to get updates when I have updates on my blog, but I also have some other cool stuff I want to give you and get you in time. So jbcism.com forward slash subscribe. Make sure you get on my list and I'm going to let you know when I have a new book available for you to read. And that, my friends, is pretty much going to wrap up today's show. I really don't have much else I wanted to talk about. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a moment. I want you to read your book. I want you to fix your mistakes. And then I want you to move to a major rewrite. But here's the deal. Don't stop. You know, then I want you to read your book from beginning to end and fix any mistakes. Again, don't stop. <laughs> My friends, once you do these things and, and then you're going to have a book that you can be proud of. And you're going to have a book that you can give to an editor. And that, my friends, is what it's all about. Well, my friends, thank you so much for listening to 
today's show. You can find the full show notes at jbcism.com forward slash 133. jbcism.com forward slash 133. And do this for me. Tell somebody about this show. Pass it along. I want more writers to get into the habit of writing their books and getting their message out into the world. God bless, my friends. I'm Jason Sism. I'll see you right here next week, and you can count on that. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.